Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, January 6th, 2022. This episode of the Ether is brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Take advantage of their Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram using the link below. They bring you the hottest news and updates on all things Terra each and every day. Today on the Ether, we have the Anchor AMA community call. Let's take a listen. Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon. Hey, Mr. Ryan Line, how's life? Good morning, good morning. How are you guys doing? Yeah, very good, thank you. Hey, uh, I'm fine. I'm not getting disturbed by any kind of um, price movement, so I'm just chilling, <laughs> living my liquidator life, which is great. Um, I can use get used to it. Did you uh, did you survive this time around, Danku, and not get liquidated? Yeah, last time was was weird, and um, no, this time no, because I mean, last time. This flash crash from last time, because usually I'm just running around 35, 40%. It was impossible, right? That's why even if I think there are right now um, great discussions out there of how you could maybe use a leverage strategy to at least get more Luna, which I think is a great strategy, but still we need to be careful about that, right? Because there are times you cannot do anything against it, right? It doesn't matter how many alerts you have. If it happens, it happens, right? <laughs> um, and Luckily enough, this time it's such a slow bleed <laughs> that I'm not getting affected by this. I hope That's, nobody else here, right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't, the liquidation yeah. wasn't too bad yesterday. If you looked at it, um, I was watching really closely. It only dipped into 6% premium briefly. And if you notice, liquidity was starting to build back up pretty high in the 3 and 4% category, which for a move like that, especially what we saw in the stock I lost market. I eight. I hope. Everybody can hear me still? Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you, Donku. Okay. Yeah, Twitter, just so everyone knows, Twitter's been having some problems. Can with you guys still hear me? Users. Yeah, I can hear you, Nate. I mean, yeah, if it's, it's not as of... worse as last time, it's okay, right? Last time was wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had literally everyone was just dropping off the call, like, basically every every time someone asked a question. So hopefully that won't happen again this time. How's it going, Shah? It's going good, guys. It's going good. Man, we haven't talked in like ages, I have a feeling. Happy New Year, Happy Christmas. I don't know what else is in between there since the last time we talked, Mr. Shah. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh it's been a you know, it's been an interesting like little crypto lull until this uh I guess this dump. I was hoping for something more exciting after Ash Report to pop up. Not a not a total market dump, but at least it's uh something happening. You know, What's interesting for me, maybe uh, also it's related to Anchor Protocol. There is this um, new, I don't know if you can call it protocol yet, but outlet finance, right? They will have a credit card. Probably they will outpace also Ellis. Uh, they have been on terabytes. Very interesting to listen to them. 
And they had yesterday also Twitter spaces at Wolf Finance. Never heard about them, but it seems more like a Twitter account in general about financial topics. And there were a lot of people that are not that deep into the crypto game. And it's wild if you listen in again and we forget how deep we are already in here and how early we are. I know it's a meme, but it seems to be reality, right? They were asking questions like, so this is 20% on dollar, is this true? And then they were asking other stuff like, um, and what is the penalty if I withdraw my dollars? And they say, well, there is no penalty, right? You still earn 20% based on what you just put down there. And that's stuff that we quickly forget. Yes, we are degens, 20% is boring, but it's pretty good, right? <laughs> it's still pretty good. It's the truth, it's the truth. As I bring new people into Terra, they're always like, so you're doing this 20%, wow. And I'm like, uh, actually, I'm doing other stuff, you know, maybe I'll do the 20% later. And they're like, you know, it blows their mind. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. And I mean, after now, um, several, let's say, weeks at home again, Christmas with family and onboarding a lot of people also to Anchor, um, it is still new and strong, right? It's cool. Yes, we have also here in Germany the Forex risk, but maybe Vertex hopefully helps so that more people also from other countries can take the benefits of Anchor protocol with what they're doing with hedging. So it's all coming together. Um, step by step. So um, I see the first request also coming up here, guys. So um, we're just right now trying to give also Anchor Protocol and the guys that are working hard here a little bit of uh, the chance to talk what they're doing right now. And then I guess after 10 to 15 minutes, you can just request the mic as always, and then you can ask your questions. While we're trying here to figure out the typical technical issues, I think Mr. Nate is also back again, right? All the bugs that Twitter Spaces is having right now. Let's see if this uh, is not as bad as last time. Nate, are you back up? I'm back up. Let's see how long this lasts. There's an Android bug that's known, and I got an Android phone. So let's let's see if I get kicked kicked off again. Um, I think we might have to end it because that means other Android users are going to have the same issue on the speaker side. But are we still good right now? I think you sounded right great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah good so, for now. All right. Cool. Let's cross our fingers. <laughs> um, and yeah. So let's let's kick this off. Um, you know, it's exciting time right now. Um, the way I see this is the stoic way um, in times of hard times. Uh, this is where innovation and ingenuity comes out. This is where great ideas come out. And if we go back into some of the community posts and the forum posts over the last four or five months, we can, you know, a push to get anchor easier to use on other chains or from other chains you know there's been discussions about how would you use metamask wallet or phantom wallet over on solana right um and we're excited to kind of announce we we snuck a little alpha in last week but really the beautiful thing about anchor is it's open source and anyone can it's an open protocol so anyone can build on top of it so we can now bring Anchor cross-chain, right? And so borrowing is the main issue. Think about right now the, the, the steps and process it takes to come over from Ethereum. And now think about how we're all core Luna users and how likely would we be to bridge our Luna over to Ethereum to use it? No, probably not. Most of the stuff we do is in Terra Luna. So Currently, you know, you've got to bridge your ETH over 
to Terra and then you get native Terra on UST. But what if you wanted to use that on Ethereum where you do all of your trades and things like that? Um, it's just a lot of steps because you'd have to bridge it back. So the idea here is building a native Ethereum on Ethereum. So uh, let me ask you, Nate. So great. Um, you guys could still does hear it mean me. that? Uh, Sorry, I thought you guys could hear me. All right, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it's all running. Uh, just uh, ignore the Telegram stuff <laughs> in parallel. <laughs> so. So does that mean that uh, the anchor team itself is facilitating this or because you said it's anyway open source that you got approached yeah, by, so I don't know, a different team? It's a collaborative, it's a collaborative effort and that's great. So there's going to be other teams that are going to be building part of the UI and it's going to be done in a decentralized way. Just, so, just like the mirror protocol on the front side, there's no longer one interface there's going to be several, right? That's the whole idea is though that it's resilient, it's decentralized, there's redundancy. So so think of it this way, a native hardcore Ethereum user is like, I wanna use a, a lending and borrowing savings protocol. And they don't wanna come over to Anchor, they don't even know what Anchor is, but we now have eth.app.anchor protocol. And it would be branded in like the traditional ethos of the Ethereum ecosystem, right? So that they feel like it's a part of the Ethereum ecosystem because that's what we want it to be. This is what the this is what the ethos of the decentralization and crypto is about. And so they can go over there, they can natively bond their ETH, they can natively borrow UST, and then they can take that UST and go to Aave or go to Compound or whatever, whatever other Say they want to go to some crazy DeFi, you know, decentralized option vault on Ethereum. They can do that too. Um, it's going to be quick, easy. And so this is, think about this. It's like 15% of Terra's market cap is bonded on Anchor. Like, and it goes up and down a little bit. But I mean, that's that's the general idea. And not only 9% of total collateral in there is Ethereum. Yet Ethereum's 14% bigger market cap. There, there's tremendous potential here and we're, we're going to be able to do all this through wormhole, right? Wormhole and its functionality to send messages cross chain, which just happened in the last few weeks, make this all possible. So we can move to Sol, Avax, Polygon, Dot, any, any, any wormhole uh, chain. Got it. I, I, I mean, there were also out there already some let's say mini leak alpha that I've seen, I think didn't spread so much that the chains that you mentioned are probably pretty close to really get some liquidity also on the Terra blockchain. Let me ask you a few questions and then you maybe give me an insight of if I get it correctly. It's like, let's say I'm on ETH now, right? Um, there can be now this front end, uh, it's deployed over there. I guess right now on ETH you also have, because of the wormhole, like um, wrapped wormhole soul on ETH. Could I then also use that one to uh, put as a collateral once B soul is on Anchor? Or is it then just really the native asset itself? Or uh, maybe you don't. How know. about I drop a little more alpha? <laughs> like we're, we're 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 working hard um, here because we think the solution, and a lot of the key stakeholders believe this too. Not everyone on the forums, you know, is. A big stakeholder and so we have a lot of people 
contributing ideas through Twitter, Twitter messages. Not everything is on the forum. I would like more to be on the forum, um, but that's not the reality of it. And we've got ideas to change the whole model as well, making it a lot easier to onboard new assets. And so what I'll say is that it won't necessarily be you'll need a B asset. Um, and this could change the rep, how, how quickly things are onboarded as well. Of course, this has to be discussed more. This has to be floated through the community. This does have to go to a vote. But this is an idea that I believe is going to garner a lot of support and also speed up the process at which new collateral is happening. We need to expedite things. We cannot just sit here idly as as more deposits come in. The real key solution is making sure that we ramp up these borrowing things, which means making borrowing more simple, getting it across chain, and you know, just taking one percent of some of these bigger market cap um, as collateral. You know, that could nearly unleash five, six, seven billion dollars of new collateral, which is just astounding. Nice. Yeah, I think that I think this is oh, going to be. Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah, um, I think this is going to be huge for for Anchor Protocol moving forward, because I think we've already built, you know, the community has already built like a pretty amazing experience on Terra with Anchor Protocol as it stands today. And I think moving forward, once we create an experience where it's very simple to use, it's very intuitive for the chain they're already on, where, you know, depending on if they're on Solana or they're on Ethereum or what have you it's going to seem like they're interacting with Ethereum or Solana or one of these chains through the UI. Um, but the interesting thing here as well is the TVL will still count towards uh, Terra's TVL because Anchor Protocol lives on uh, Terra. So it's going to be good for the Terra ecosystem as well um, because we'll be able to attract more collateral. We'll be able to um, strengthen you know, the protocol overall with that and provide you know valuable experience for the users as well which will i think be great for the terra ecosystem going forward nice love to hear that so in a nutshell anchor protocol cross chain um and then probably opening up the gates for a lot more collateral um coming in i love it it's uh it's super cool any other alpha that you guys want to share i mean it seems that you're on a roll of sharing alpha I don't know. If I, I don't. I don't want to drop too much, right? <laughs> no, and again, it's not. I, I just want to be clear, you know. And it seems like a lot of the community thinks that it's just the anchor team that's responsible for anchor. And I say this every call, right? No, that's really not the case. Like, sure, we we have some developers that are key in the trenches, but they're building stuff out that's voted on and. All these things have to go to vote, and we, we need to do a better job, I think, as an anchor team of engaging the community. I, I'm doing my best to try to do that. That's part of why we're having these AMAs and trying to be more transparent and trying to really let the community know that you know they hold a lot of voting power if they come together collectively to, to reach a quorum. It doesn't take that much of a vote, right? It, several big community stakeholders could easily get a vote through quorum. And so getting, getting an idea together on the forum and, and addressing that and passing it, I think is really key for everyone to understand. That's a good point, Nate. And I don't, so, I mean, we anyway talk on Telegram. I always enjoy kind of when I have questions, I know I can come to you and you're just right now mentioning again, the forum, uh, for example, I see also here, um, Ryan, of course, uh, as a listener, so GT Capital is trying to push a lot of things also on Agora. 
the same people can do an anchor protocol, right? And I don't know if you can quickly give some insights of why this AMA seems to be pretty early for US people. <laughs> Last time it was pretty early for me in the morning. Uh, but I don't know if you want to give some insights of how you're trying to structure this uh, as me just here as a facilitator on the other side, right? So that people do not think that it's now always in the middle of the night for them, right? <laughs> exactly. We're we're trying our best here um, as a community and we listen. And hey, we don't want Tanku up at three in the morning. He's got important things to do. He's a key community leader. Um, but we want to try to hit all time zones. So yeah, this is a bit early for me. You know, I'm on the East Coast. This is even earlier for Zion. But you know, we're we're doing this because we want to really be as transparent as possible. And it seems like a lot of people are on Twitter. Unfortunately, as much as I push, there's not a lot of people on the forums. So we're just trying to hit all these avenues to mine all the ideas that we can possibly mine because really the anchor team, which we've got some cool news to drop on that in a little bit too. Um, while it's growing, um, we still rely heavily on ideas from the community because ultimately that's, again, like what I said, that's what passes vote and that's what then we build. Got it. And um, before I ask, of course, the typical question that will be anyway asked later in the AMA, so to give you a segue, Nate, I'm already preparing you, um, that we're having Shah in here. I don't know if you, Shah, would to like to give a little bit of an insight how you as a validator see all this discussion also with the collateral. I don't have no clue how the life of a validator truly is, right? Is this kind of relevant if you hear this whole cross-chain things? Do you see it as an opportunity for yourself as a validator? I don't know if you can share stuff because also Biluna, right, itself is relevant for validate. Yeah, well, you know, the two cents that I have is probably a little bit less um, relevant as a validator, more as just like a, you know, a heavy Terra ecosystem user. But uh, I think people underestimate uh, how, how much of a barrier there is, I think, for people to move cross-chain to some degree. Um, I mean, I think a lot of us, on this call are probably farming on multiple chains and we don't think that much of it but you know for me most of my capital is on terra right like i've just had this tremendous amount of you know portfolio increase in you know because of luna's price action over this year and i i think about you know my activity and i'm pretty lazy about moving that capital to other chains when there's a lot of opportunities on terra and i'm sure it's the same for a lot of eth people um, especially that are kind of born and raised in the ETH um, in the ETH ecosystem, and so I think that step towards really kind of bringing it to their front door, making it super easy for them, um, is 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 pretty profound. Um, so I kind of praise the anchor team for kind of moving in that direction because I think that is going to bring a lot of capital um, and a lot of interest into anchor. I don't know about uh, yeah from the validator side. I don't know if there's a whole lot of uh, fascinating insight but I'm, I'm really excited about uh you know reaching out to my eat friends once they don't have to do much it's like it's like uber eats right if you don't have to work that hard for it it's just uh, <laughs> people will people will order it people will use it if it comes to them yeah but don't undermine your position right i think you as a validator are often forgotten in terms of you are key for all of this kind of working right so that's why i think it's it's great that you anyway also as a community validator i don't know if you like yourself this term it's important, right, that you also give this visibility and that you can share your insights here. Because let's be honest, without you, nothing would be working here. <laughs> well, you're too kind. I, I just love that Anchor is doing these AMAs. I mean, this is the kind of thing that I think, 
you know, we have a lot of Twitter spaces on on um, crypto Twitter, and uh, and I think it's great. And a lot of you know, Cephi and Lunomics and some fantastic just group think on Twitter. But I think having the team come out, be available for questions. Um, I think that Anchor is setting a standard for Terra apps that I really like. I love that direction. And um, like Nate said, I mean, I, I think it's fascinating. I don't know if a lot of people realize, but, you know, Ozone came out of discussions uh, that Nate had with Do Kwan on like one of the forums, you know, and that's such a huge product, right? That's like just getting ready to launch right now. And so I, I, I would have to just emphasize what Nate's saying, which is just, you know, we need more of the Terra community active on Agora in these discussions where these ideas really kind of just can uh, pop up and flourish. 100%, 100%, yeah. And I think, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I sometimes forget that that's exactly how it happened, right? And that's that's the key thing that most people on the forums currently are like, come on, Anchor, do something, do something, as if we hold the silver key to unlock all of this. And no, it's it's not. That's not it at all. Yes, we build things, but we need the ideas and the community around it. And if you have a great idea, it will get passed, right? Like that's the thing. And you have to do the work, right? I didn't just, to be clear, I didn't just post an idea on the forum and leave it there. I enhanced that idea. I listened to people from the community. I integrated their ideas in, right? And then we got Doquan involved. He got some ideas. We got it part of the bigger community. It was a long process. This is what decentralization is. This is not, you know, five bankers sitting in a room deciding what they're going to do. This takes more time. Decentralization takes more time. But that's the beautiful thing is that we get this cross-pollination of ideas that build better products that are more resilient. Absolutely. Yeah. I, Nate, I wanted to ask you a quick question about Ozone. Actually, if you had any insight here that you could provide, because I went on to ozone.riskharbor.com to try and uh, protect some of the UST that I have on Anchor. And I noticed that they had only 10 million, roughly 10 million UST that they could, um, well, they had about 8.8 .8 million AUST that they could protect. And there's no more like available AUST to protect through ozone. It's kind of like the MIM UST strategy in that regard. Like it's only available up to a certain amount. And I was curious if you knew at all when ozone or if they were planning on adding any more available AUST to protect through that program. I'm actually not in touch with the Risk Harbor team. Uh, there's a different part of uh, TFL Core, I believe, that's kind of working on that with them. It's independent, uh, which is good, right? This is independent of uh, Anchor now, which is really, really important. Building it in natively as part of the protocol probably wasn't one of the best ideas. So um, I believe, and I don't want to state wrongly so i can't say too much but i believe yes and i believe the rates are going to be coming down as well um but i will look into that and I'll, I'll make a post on the forum in the coming days if i can get an answer to that awesome yeah and then we can also bring it up in future twitter spaces just to let everyone know we're gonna uh do these twitter spaces pretty regularly um and switch up the time zones like obviously this one's early in the morning for me in the states but uh, good for people in other time zones. And we'll be doing another one next week as well. Um, so stay tuned for an update on that as well. Mm, 
if it's okay for you guys, Zion, and also Nate, I think it's maybe the time now to also open a little bit kind of right now the floodgates in terms of questions. And I know 100% there will be one question. I don't know if I would ask it or if you, Nate, want to actively tackle it. Because <laughs> about it anyway, we repeat it over and over yeah. again, which I think is a fair question. By And sure, everything you just is. explained earlier is tackling that topic, right? Yeah, exactly. And and like we want to be constructive here. Um, it seems like we're in a, a bit of a loop of talking about the same thing in the community. And I think even internally at Anchor, we might have got caught up in it a little bit too. And just hyper-focusing on the yield reserve isn't the best protocol in, in my mind. But like we can't underscore that this is a huge issue that needs to be looked at. And so, you know, there's different projections out there that we've got four or five months left in the yield reserve. And that's that's assuming that everything stays static, right? And that the community doesn't organize and that we don't build out cross-chain um, anchor on more than just Ethereum, that we don't move to Polygon, that we don't move to AOX at light speed, right? Um, we hired, I think it's six more people just in the last two weeks. Um, so we're serious about this. Like this is something that is going to, we're going to start moving at light speed. Anchor was moving and, and full transparency. We were just moving too slow. Um, and it, the hiring process took some time. But now that we've got that solved, we're, we're moving at light speed to get these things done. and that alone will help get the yield reserve going back up. Um, and I think that, in my opinion, it's not prudent to just cap things on the on the earn side right away until we really know what true borrow demand looks like. Um, we're, we're still stuck just in the Terra ecosystem while So I think uh, maybe quickly from from my side before we give it here to Joseph, and then also afterwards to Lorenzo, it's kind of, you said it, Nate, right? If I think the questions are fair. And what I understood from your side, Nate, is that if people really want to have maybe ideas, I think there are a ton of ideas out there. They should go into the forum and engage, right, with the community because there is the way also to get your ideas out there, right? I think everybody is a bit nervous. Um, yesterday, I can share with all of you guys, I talked uh, with some friends in the German community and somebody said, as you said, Nate, so four to five months, the yield reserve is still kind of holding up. And I said, well, remember, Anchor Protocol is 10 months old, so half of his time life would still be fine, <laughs> which I didn't thought was, was wild in, in that terms. But the forum is the right place, right, Nate, to maybe come up with some ideas, right? I think we may have lost Nate. Briefly no, here. We'll, classic. We'll see, if, we'll see if we can get him back up here in a second. Um, then we can get just Joseph. Oh, Zion, go ahead if you if you want to reflect on that. Yeah, I was just gonna. Say, I mean, I can I can take some questions while while we wait for Nate to come back. But yeah, I think you know, in terms of the yield reserve, I think obviously it's an important consideration, but an important thing to realize as well. Kind of like you know, Nate was highlighting earlier. It's really all about you know, this is all about the utilization ratio. It's about borrowing demand versus deposit demand, and we also have to realize that you know with massive growth comes growing pains, right? And Anchor Protocol has been experiencing some of the most rapid growth that I've ever seen for a protocol. I mean, as you just mentioned, Danku, you know, Anchor started, you know, in 2021 and in March or uh, May, whenever it was, and 
you know, it's already over 10 billion in TVL. Um, and that's a massive accomplishment for Anchor. And it's a massive accomplishment for the for the terror community as well, um, obviously, as it's a community-led initiative. And, you know, with that obviously comes challenges, you know, when you experience rapid growth. And I think right now with Crosschain Anchor, I think it's very clear that, you know, if we can implement that within the next few months, um, I think that that's going to increase the borrowing demand significantly and the yield reserve will stabilize very quickly and uh, the TVL will continue to climb for Anchor. And we'll, we'll be seeing a very healthy Anchor, uh, you know, even more so than we are today in the coming months. Got it. So I would say let's give it to Joseph and then to Lorenzo. Joseph, can you speak? Hey, hi, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right, fantastic. Anyway, um, hi from sunny Singapore. First off, thank you so much to you and your team. I think you guys are doing something fantastic and it's a lot of potential for this project. And yeah, thanks for taking time out for this AMA as well. So I think my question is, um, how does your team plan to keep the ANC token buoyant? I mean, I understand that, that there are some buybacks um, taken, from, um, taken from the reserve. And I think uh, more than that, I don't really see a reason why investors are holding the token besides the voting rights and perhaps for the LP gains. Because other than that, it does seem that they're only, um, they're, they're, they're only facing selling pressure, especially from those getting ANC purely from these uh, borrowing incentives. Yeah. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I think that there's there's issues that we can look at. Um, a, um, if if more collateral comes on board, there's going to be more buybacks, which put more buying pressure on the token. So um, we do have to see if the mechanism works properly. Currently, you know, the borrowers the borrowers aren't where they need to be for the price of the ANK token. Uh, to reach the stability that the original model was made for. That said, I think there's other areas that we can be looking at. One of those is what's being talked about in the community right now, which is the ANK boost, um, you know, increasing the rate at which earners get by holding Anchor. Um, that's just one area. And obviously, there's a lot of other things that we could start looking at as well. Um, but again, I think seeing where the collateral is and how that then affects the buybacks, the staking rate, and the, the uh, demand for holding it. Um, because think about it, as, as more buybacks come in, the actual staking rate goes up. Can I ask you yes. a question? Oh, go ahead, Joseph. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, so so sorry. So um, exactly right. I mean, with, with Luna, if the staking rate drops even further, that will affect the, the reserve as well. And even if we do reward... Um, borrowers with more anchor tokens, it doesn't change the fact that um, the token itself will be a lot more inflationary in this case. And also, I mean, this is, uh, I mean, talking about, let's say, five years down the road where you guys successfully managed to um, plug in all the cross-chain and all the different assets from the from the different chains. But even then, I still don't see um, a, a case where um, the token can be kept buoyant. So um, there's other things to be looked at, too. Um, you said something about Luna. I think you meant Anchor. Um, did you mean the, the staking rate of Luna? Or did you mean the staking rate of Anchor? Um, no, I meant the staking rate of Luna. I, mean, I understand that you guys take um, the collateral and you guys stake it as well. So what happens when the staking rate of the collateral itself drops? Got you. Yeah, and that's why we're diverse. That's why, um, that's why the community is voted to add more 
more collateral tokens, right? There's the ability to start adding a lot more. And I think this is key in the future as we come together as a community and decide how to look at simplifying onboarding new assets because that's a bottleneck right now. And if you've got inflationary tokens like Atom and some of the other things like Osmosis added, you've you've got a higher staking rate on those coins that can buffer. You create a diversification of staking returns so that you don't have one coin that can predominantly lower the whole uh, yield reserve buffer that's coming in. And then, and then to your to circle back, there's other things that need to be done with the token that I think we can get ideas out there. I'll just throw this one out there, um, and this isn't a new idea. Is really creating a, a burn mechanism based on velocity. So, um, and Flipside's actually got bounties out there trying to measure this right now and look at it. But um, their idea is to measure that emissions and create a burn mechanism based on a velocity ratio. So therefore you're calibrating uh, the emissions based on what people are selling. Therefore, if more people are selling the token, then you burn more of it that way. Uh, you also incentivize people not to do that. Um, one follow-up question, Nate. I think the question from Joseph is great also in terms of the anchor token prices because two things were mentioned there. First of all, and of the inflationary aspect of Anchor, which I think is not given, right? So from March 17, the whole inflation rate from Anchor drops from 216% to I think around 58%. I need to open the docs uh, because then stuff like the LP rewards turn away, other stuff are just reduced. Um, what got me pretty interested because Joseph also mentioned in terms of token do something, right? But it is governance, right? Which I am probably more bullish than a lot of other people because I'm also following the curve wars, right? Where in the end, Anchor is essential for the whole Terra ecosystem. So the moment in four years where there is no Anchor token and somebody just has the true governance power, he can do whatever he wants with Anchor in the end, right? If he would really have 51% of the voting power. Is there any concerns or discussions internally about kind of this curve wars, which could become an Anchor war long-term? Just, just curious, right? Maybe not. We Did may we have lost him. Again? him. No. <laughs> I don't know. If you would like to take it yeah. if we go on with Hutch. <laughs> no, I can yeah, I can take it. Um yeah, I think I think, you know, it's a very relevant question to have because Anchor is the big Anchor is the big protocol on Terra, right? Like the success of Anchor is very important for the success of, of Terra, right? The whole entire chain. Oh, Nate's back. There we go. A little bit of that. Um <laughs> What were you saying there, Donku, about... Uh, TLDR oh. is basically curve force on Anchor because of the Anchor token, because, right, it's not inflationary. In yeah, a few years, right. Anchor is over. 100%. And kind of, yeah. I always kind of, in my head, it's like saying governance is not relevant. It's, uh, we see what on Ethereum is right and running, and I would be interested if in the team, kind of curve force discussion for Anchor are already kind of taken into consideration. Um, I think no, honestly. We're we're focused on solving the borrowing issue right now, and then once the borrow issue is saved, we we move on to some other things. We've got time on the ink token to really work on figuring that out. I'm holding my ink token to for sure not get into war mode, <laughs> as Zion said. The twenty percent they probably should <laughs> stay out there. Or Sha, you you want to go into war with me? 
How do you see that? <laughs> I don't want to go to war with you. I hear Germans are really good in war, so I'm going to stay away. Yeah, I'm not German, dude. I'm Spanish. <laughs> oh. I don't know about war at all. Are you Spanish? <laughs> really? No way. Yeah. Sorry, man. <laughs> well, I don't worry. I'm European. That's fine. Oh. We are all I gotta... crypto guys. <laughs> uh, Nate, I got to follow up. You mentioned the boost, you know, the boost idea or the anchor boost idea. Can you give us a little bit more information about kind of how that idea is developing or where that's at, if there is anything to, to give us at this point? Mostly everything on that's on the forums. This is mostly uh, a community bootstrapped idea. Um, okay. And yeah, really the idea is simple. Um, no, I guess that's not right. It's not simple. That's why it's <laughs> hard to do. Um, think about, so I guess I'll get a little technical really quick. Um, the hard thing about timestamps and boosts is like figuring out when people uh, deposited and removed. So A, you either have to create a secondary type of vault for the boost, which then affects fungibility of AUST, which we wouldn't want. Um, so that's one option. Or the other option is if you want to keep fungibility, you've got to re redesign the whole AUST mechanism like I talked about before, which has to be done very carefully because it opens up more attack vectors through the complexity of it. So um, I think the idea, though, the simple idea built on top would be really the idea of if you, you hold, if you deposit AUST, you have to own one, whatever percent the community decides of Anchor to get that time-based boost. Again, another, ver another governance parameter that would have to be created by the community, whether it's 30, 60, 90 days, um, and then that would affect the actual underlying rate. So whatever you needed to boost at would lower the base rate. That was kind of the idea I see evolving. I see. Because I was wondering about this idea, and I think people have brought this up on Twitter. I see them kind of, it pop up here and there, and I didn't realize that it is, it does seem quite complex and not an easy thing to kind of just uh, turn some switch on to add the boost. Thanks for clearing that up. There is a guy here who probably didn't went to sleep yet because I just talked to him earlier. So before he just keeps on an all-nighter, Hutch, can you hear us? <laughs> I heard there was this call, so I, I just had to stay up. It had nothing to do with me managing my loan. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, anyway, guys, great work. And uh, yeah, thanks. That, that alpha is strong. Um, really looking forward to that. My question deals directly with that. Um, you know, last time I brought up um, maybe having some kind of field or toggle or prioritization when there's multiple assets to be able to choose which ones you want liquidated first. So uh, part A of my question is, uh, could there be that on the new interface? And then part B is, is the... is is the collateral going to the collateral ratio going to be adjusted based on like staking yields for the different assets? So like soul is different from ETH, different from Luna, different from if you guys are doing dot or Atom. Um, if people post certain assets, will it have a different LTV uh, according to, you know, how juicy the staking yields are for the protocol? Thanks. So, Again, that would have to be a new governance parameter that would have to be set up. Um, currently, that's not how it's set up. I've been thinking about these things. Did that go through? Yeah, yeah. You went through, Hutch. Nate was answering it. You might not be able to hear it, Nate. Can you guys hear me? 
If we hear yeah. you, yeah, but I we can hear you. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah he lost his phone Twitter's in bed. Now. Just getting ready. The Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter's got to really fix this. Um, it's pretty bad on the Android side. Um, anyway, yeah, it's, it would be a governance parameter. I do think it would be prudent to start looking at um, how that works because, yeah, currently um, ETH deposits are subsidized by Luna staking rewards. And long term, I don't necessarily think that that's sustainable. Um, but again, it complex it adds complexities to the mechanism, and I think that's why it wasn't addressed right away. A get as many new collateral assets as you humanly possibly can on right now, and then start looking at how we fine tune that. Cool. I think Hutch is within the listeners, and he's putting a one hundred. So thank you, Mr. Hutch, and hopefully good night whenever that that comes. Um, we have me, you, English as an next speaker. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, yeah. I was just wondering what came in later to it there. Um, so I know it's on a bit of a different topic. It's, it's very tough to, to, so we hear you, but it's like you're underwater. And we have background noise, so I don't know if you can move a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, how about now? Is it be- a bit of a little bit better, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, I was just wondering about the insurance. I know it could be on a different topic, but the insurance side of it there, um, like putting in more anchor there, but uh, still a bit wary about the insurers. Um, you know, just go in there, click on the link, and just choose any one of the insurers, to, and then we get about 17%. Is that correct? So it's about the insurance pieces and if there is any benefit of taking one of the different ones. Yeah, I think, um, you know, from an insurance perspective, ozone is probably the best bet. But uh, and this kind of comes up with the question that I had for Nate earlier, and it really has to do with um, ozone increasing the amount of protected AUST that they have, because right now they have eight point eight one million AUST that you can protect to them, but that's not, it doesn't show up. So just so people know, like ozone doesn't show up under the protect your deposit button on anchor protocol. And maybe that's something that should be added in there, but um, you can see that it's broken up by UST peg or smart contract insurance. And uh, obviously, you know, those are two different types of insurance. So if you're worried that the UST stablecoin is not going to maintain its peg or there's going to be some instability there down the line and it's going to sustain you know for a long enough period of time that's going to cause you to experience some issues then you'd want to get the ust peg insurance but if you're more concerned about protecting against like, smart contract problems then you'd want to go with one of those other ones and in terms of which one to go with i <laughs> i can't actually really advise on that because i personally don't have any insurance i'm like full dgen mode on uh, my anchor deposits, and so um, I, I don't know if Nate has any insight there into into you know Nexus Mutual and Shurace or Bridge Mutual. No, I can't really advise on that. Really, that's up to the user to kind of do their due diligence. I hope that answered your question, me and you. I mean, just from a retail perspective, I also understand why the anchor guys themselves cannot <laughs> go too much into details. We need to make and science it a decision between um, USTD pack risk and also smart contract risk that's the first step you need to take um i personally see ust dpac probably as the most stronger one but that's up to you and then i would do on your side research in which platform 
kind of gives you the best insight of how it works in the background to generate yield to cover that all and how it makes decision in terms of yes we pay or no right that's the two things i think that are important to take into consideration okay that's great thanks very much for that i appreciate that thank you sir i think mr nate dropped out in the meantime and we had some other people that were aligned here but they also dropped out probably even topics of twitter spaces I hope Zion and Shah that you're still with me because we are the stable part here, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing that I think is interesting is I think, you know, and this is, I don't know if this is necessarily a, a question for the anchor team, but I think Ozone, you know, uh, I feel like Ozone kind of like quietly, like not quietly, but they made this announcement that Ozone is, is available. And I, my understanding was that most of it filled up like within the first like 24 hours. And then I feel like, we haven't really talked about it much as a community and maybe that's something that deserves an AMA to talk to the risk Harbor team and kind of like see what their long-term plans are. Cause I think they talked about uh, opening some more stuff up and doing, making some more changes in March and that this was kind of like a preliminary thing, but do you guys, I don't know if Donku are or Zion or Nate, do you guys know uh, more about that? I wish I knew every single thing that was happening. Um, but that's just, that's just kind of, that's just, I guess, proof of the, why this is truly decentralized, right? It's like, yeah, there, there are certain things that are being worked on. And yes, we're in contact with Ozone, but I'm not directly in contact, even though it was my idea to begin with. Um, so uh, I have it on a list of things. I, I think shame I, on you. <laughs> I, I have it on a list. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive deeper because I've been curious myself what's actually going on there. So I'll I'll research that. Try to get in touch yeah. with the team, and we'll have, and we'll have answers. Not to put it all on your shoulders, like maybe Orbital Command will like try to reach out to them and see if we can get an AMA going with them too, because I think there's a lot of interesting questions, and I think the community clearly wants to know more about yeah, the plans for Ozone and what's going on. I think that's huge. I think getting an AMA with Risk Harbor, because um, it's not Ozone, it, it's Risk Harbor that's actually took over Ozone as a separate entity. Right, right. That's what I meant. Risk Harbor, exactly. Nice. Uh, we have James next up here. Hi. Yeah, so I've got a couple of things I want to discuss. Um, I've been pretty active on the forums about us getting uh, a new security audit. Um, I wrote the original post, actually. Um, I think, Bitney, I think you were pretty active on this as well. Um, and that's now being actioned. I was just wondering, is there still plans for, like, Anchor moving towards a continuous audit schedule in the future, similar to RV. And um, what's the team's views on on Anchor smart contract security, particularly if you're going to be publishing a, a major revision to the Anchor smart contracts? We may have lost Nate there again. Seems like he's seems like he's doing a good job though of like exiting and then coming back in and then fixing the issue. So we'll see if he. We'll see if we can do that again. I don't have much insight on this one, so I'm going to have to rely on Nate for this. I've got another question, so about... Um, Go ahead with the second one, and then we wait yeah, until he comes Yeah, back. so um, a lot of people are using Ethereum Anchor to interact with Anchor directly through the Ethereum blockchain, rather than setting up a wallet in Terra and um, yeah, interacting, interacting natively with Anchor using UST. Um, I think the reason why a lot of people are doing this, I mean, particularly institutions and um, maybe large investors, um, is because there's really a lack of like multi-sig solution, similar to Gnosis Safe on Terra at the moment. 
I believe Ashiport is currently building one or a similar solution. But until they have that, um, it's very difficult for DAOs and those types of organizations that rely on multisig to invest in Anchor at the moment. I was wondering what kind of support there's going to be for, um, yeah, for multisig in the Terra blockchain and also Anchor, because that's definitely a limiting factor. And also for people who are investing using Ethereum Anchor, I was wondering whether Ozone the insurance protocol is going to be um, also be on the Ethereum blockchain for people who, who have wrapped AUST, AUST on the Ethereum blockchain. Nate, are you? No, are he you? dropped again. That's that's so wild. The poor guy, he's doing the best that he can. So, um, I mean, I can maybe take just as a community member the topic of the multisig, which I think I agree with you, James. It's just key also for the ecosystem to grow. But um, if you're interested in that, I think you can read yesterday, the guys from Apollo DAO um, released their kind of roadmap and what they're doing and planning in 2022. And I think we are going to see a major, major multi-sig um, protocol or not protocol kind of um, functionality pretty soon. They are working on it. I know that. Um, I, I don't know how much alpha I'm able to drop in terms of they call it Apollo safe and it's coming sooner than later. Right, so I think that topic will be solved pretty soon on the Terra blockchain as a whole. And if Mr. Nate then is back up, hopefully he can tackle the smart contract and regular audit stuff. And um, finally, as well, um, I've been pretty disappointed with the communication from the Anchor team. Um, I really appreciate you guys having an AMA today, but um, reaching out to individual team members for specific requests and collaborations has been very difficult. Um, I was wondering whether you're planning on making any improvements to this process and increasing engagement with the community again. Um, so I'm gonna, I keep dropping on and off. Let me backpedal real quick to say multi-sig is really dependent on things like Apollo and the Terra Station wallet to get multi-sig. And um, as far as the ozone goes, I really think that we need to get, um, cross chain or get a um, AMA going with ozone uh, the um, risk harbor which is what it is now and back to the one other question I missed which is yes more audits are in the pipelines right now listen as far as the communication as well James I think you know that that will improve now that the anchor team has hired on some more people um, so you know, there'll be more people to, um, you know, address some of the inbound because Anchor gets a lot of inbound. Um, and so that'll be, I think, something that'll improve in the coming months. Yeah, my my organization is building a savings app for Brazil. Um, it's going to be called token.com. And we're going to launch in January. And it uses Anchor to power basically 20% growth or hopefully somewhere around that number, maybe slightly lower. Um, for US dollar deposits for Brazilian natives. So we're really excited to launch this product and it'd be really cool to reach out with the Anchor team and collaborate on some marketing so we can tell people about this really, really exciting product. Yeah, it would be great if you guys get a forum post up, right? Um, and then, yeah, we can get open communication going through that. Mm, obrigado. And amazing. I will reach out to my Brazilian uh, friends and tell them there's something coming. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, more more on it in the next couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, we're going to be moving into private private beta and then public launch. 
Very, Very cool. excited. Um, if that's okay, if that's okay for the anchor guys, also because we are running into kind of when we're feeling here more issues with Mr. Nate, kind of actively always clicking on the leave button. Uh, we have three more speakers uh, up here. Sorry, Nate. Uh, and um, I think we can just keep with them, and then we we call it uh, a day in terms of uh, the AMA. So we have next advias protocol. Go ahead. And I heard about the, the Lewisine for ANC. How would you um, track that when people deposit? Are you checking and then tracking when they like, sell and withdraw through the protocol? That was I'm not very sure hard if I caught hear. that. Yeah. yeah. Can you hear me? I think you said something in terms of, yeah, you sound like super far away. But I heard something like if the team is tracking that in terms of how people are interacting with the earn side, right, in in and out, is that correct? Well, so for the boosting for ANC rewards, they can hire um, ABY. How would you track that? Uh, so, so it's about the, it's really tough to listen to you. Uh, I. I guess maybe you write to the anchor team or go on on the forum. So, uh, or maybe you can stay with us and try to fix it in the meantime. So it's very tough to listen to you. Sorry for that, sir. Um, yeah, that, that would be for now the the solution. And then we would go ahead with Mr. M, G G I E eighty eight, and then we try to fix the topics of advias protocol. Hey guys, this is more of a more of a general question for the anchor team, if uh, if I may. Yeah, go for it. Good stuff. Yes, the question is just um, uh, uh, how well do you think two thousand? Uh, how well do you think two thousand and twenty one went based on uh, based on your initial projections at the beginning of the year? Um, and I guess how how bullish are you on twenty two based on the current plans you've got in the pipeline? Oh well, there's uh, there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of exciting new developments that I think the community is developing in the Terry ecosystem, and there's a lot to be excited about in twenty twenty two as well. Um, based on some of the some of the things that uh, conversations I've had with people, so I think 2020 was an amazing year for Terra overall, and hitting you know the number two smart contract blockchain uh, by TBL was a huge accomplishment. And moving forward into 2022, I think what's really going to be exciting is seeing some of these new protocols launch, like Prism, Mars Protocol. That's going to make the Terra ecosystem more robust obviously with composability every time one of these new uh, protocols launches it makes the entire ecosystem more robust so that's kind of what i'm excited about and there's a ton in the pipeline for 2022 that uh that i think is going to be discussed somewhat soon bro thank you thank you mr m and then we have max Thera up here hey guys yeah, I just have a few questions, um, basically really on the uh, sustainability of the Anchor Protocol. Um, we, I think there's no doubt that Anchor Protocol is one of the most important protocols within um, Anchor itself. Um, but I was just wondering whether there's any plans on putting incentives using the community pool for Ang tokens to incentivize, you know, uh, dApps that are on a borrow site, right? From what I know that there is like probably nine different dApps out there, um, you know, using the earn function, but probably just only one um, on the borrow function, which is Nexus. Are there any plans uh, from the team itself to really incentivize, you know, the borrow function uh, dApps, you know, that's going to be bringing the revenue to the Ang protocol. Thanks. We got Nate connecting here, and we'll see if uh, if he wants to address that question. Otherwise, I can I can go, give it a go. You start. He connects. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so yeah so um on the borrow side of things i think right now the anchor team and i think the community is really focused on getting cross-chain anchor integrated that's going to really increase the borrowing demand um as nate alluded to earlier from a stat perspective um Anchor is really only tapping into the Terra ecosystem um, and the market cap of things like Luna, right? So if we look at Ethereum, Ethereum's got a massive market cap in comparison to Luna. Um, and we have barely tapped into any of that because of that experience element that we talked about with cross-chain Anchor, right? So once that gets built out, uh, I think that's really going to increase the borrowing demand on Anchor and we won't really need to partner with different protocols to add incentives to get people to borrow. Um, borrowing on Anchor now today as it stands is still a very, it's probably one of the best borrowing experiences in DeFi um, because of you know the Anchor incentives making APR right around 1%. And so um, it's, it's also really simple to use, right? So I think partnering with protocols wouldn't be a bad idea, but I think right now the cross-chain Anchor uh, product is probably more efficacious in increasing borrowing demand than adding incentives. Right. Thanks. Um, and the other question I have was more towards like, uh, I think most of the anchor borrow APR it's incentivized through the ANK tokens itself, um, which result with a net, you know, APR of negative maybe one at the moment. But what happens when the ANK tokens stop? Uh, you know, giving out its incentives, um, this will make Anchor Protocol pretty um, non-competitive to the other lending protocols out there. Do you see that there is going to have a, a really bad effect to the borrow uh, side of things as well? No, um, I think this is where you have to continually keep evolving and growing Anchor. Um, the staking return that we take uh, as a protocol is key. That's always going to differentiate it with or without Anchor tokens because that allows a better better borrow rate because we're taking part of those returns. So it's figuring out how to get more yield collateral on there, exploring like LP tokens and things like that to kind of buffer that and continuing to build more innovative products that have more competitive yield than other lending protocols. Gotcha, gotcha, thanks. Cool, thank you. Uh, we exactly hit 60 minutes, man. That's, uh, I would say, perfection. As perfect as the anchor rate on <laughs> yeah, almost right it is it's working at least it's running uh strongly there at right now 19.5 percent any other alpha that you would like to drop before we close this here and as said i think there will be anyway uh next ama pretty soon right uh no more alpha i think we need to uh get in touch with orbital command and try to do a risk harbor ama if we can i think that's pretty crucial and yeah look for us next week we'll be doing more of an east coast based one unfortunately we won't have our great host donku and ryan lion but we'll pull in some other east coast reps and we'll keep this thing running strong cool uh, amazing right i had a blast um thank you for all the speakers thank you for the anchor guys thank you for the patient nate man it's i know how tough it is if the uh, technical things that are working. Um, cool. So I would say see you all soon again and go to the Anchor Forum to talk to Nate. Right there, you can discuss with him. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was the Anchor AMA community call recorded on Thursday, January 6th, 2022 at four in the morning for me. That's okay though. We love y'all. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. 
Sipping on a little bit of sin I've been giving Try to keep it written down So it feels like I've been living I've been realizing a minute Reality ain't got limits Going out my fucking mind Testing out the physics Stretching out the distance For instance Let me be specific The risk is hedge funded the business Betting on the difference Ingesting all the research Sleeping through the rebirth Sliding out feet first Sleep tight little dreamer Early to bed Early to rise With a rugged ass demeanor Taking beats to the cleaners You know I love my t-shirts And the people who support My little dream here Transparent cows I gotta steer clear 2020 going down is one fucking weird year Take a second look around The psyops is winning Set the table We just biopsy dinner Now I'm gonna react to that And act like I'm telling you A personal anecdote Something to break the tension Something to endear myself a little bit Something kind of uh, Embarrassing <laughs> And you guys are gonna make an awe sound It's true It really happened they got a tracker in the phone, tracking everywhere we go When it's final, if I don't know, I already sold my soul Getting ready, rock and roll, tip the first domino Feeling up, I'm in a bowl, with these avalanche flows Stop and rest on the road, gotta get where I'm going And the rest of y'all know that we hit the ground sore And I'll be coming for the fuckers that be summoning the trouble Running on the double while I'm handing out the W's Putting wins on the board every fucking day They love me on the team because I know my fucking place Better get in where you fit in, I'm delivering the meaning I I inherited the demons, always sneaky, never seen them If I'm breathing, I'm reading, I'm not even being conceited I need to see for myself if you think that I'm believing It's the season of reason, y'all be seizing the research I'm receiving the meaning, that shit's called teamwork It's not so much as so little as to do with what everything is But it is within our self-interest to understand the topography of our lives unto ourselves the future states that there is no time other than the collapsation of that sensation of the mirror of the memories in which we are living. Common knowledge, but important nonetheless. Terror spaces.